Well, here we are. Hey, Pam. We're back with uh, GX2, G times 2. G times 2, I think, episode 2, actually. Well, sort of. We did a welcome. Uh, yeah. And then we did ours uh, from Key West. It's a rainy day in South Florida today. You know, it is. It's been uh, raining off and on and fairly, fairly heavy at times. It is. It's October, but it's still very, very warm and very humid today. And, and we are in the rainy season. And that was not the case back in uh, the late 50s uh, when uh, some Russians met their maker in the snow. Well, they did. It's a very uh, well-publicized incident that uh, they, they call it one of the, uh, I guess, unsolved mysteries, uh, Russian edition of these nine hikers, university students, that um, were part, I think, part of a hiking club, and they uh, went off to uh, do this hike in Dugiev Pass. And so they, during the course of this, of this uh, hike, uh, they all died in the course of one night. Uh, it was very frigid conditions on this mountain where they had put their tent. But what made it a mystery is that during the middle of the night, the tent was ripped open. Uh, the hikers ran out into the sub-freezing, you know, 30 below weather uh, without dressing, uh, without putting their boots on. Some of them were barefoot. Some of them just had socks. Uh, and they ran uh, into the snow, uh, into uh, the forest that was nearby. And so they found their bodies scattered. You know, there were like a couple of them were in the woods and some of them were just uh, died in the snow. Some of them were in a lake or a riverbed. And some of them had sustained uh, injuries uh, to their trauma like they've been in an accident and so people were very perplexed about how these experienced hikers would just abandon the tent and their clothes and just run run into the night and there have been all these theories about what happened so I guess last week we saw the uh, special on the Discovery Channel where the guy went over there and interviewed people and tried to recreate what had happened and there were all kind of theories. There were they found her camera, and found some photos uh, on it of like a bright light. You know, couldn't make out much. Uh, they had taken this picture of this light. So there was speculation. You know, could it have been a UFO? Could it have been a Russian military test? Could it have? You know, there was some radiation on some of the bodies, but. Later on, they found out that uh, these people had worked at a radioactive facility. So, um, you know, with the Russian military, were they conducting tests? Did the military come and roust them out of their tent because they had seen something they weren't supposed to? So they went through all the theories and uh, discounted some of them. But bottom line, it's still a mystery. Well, they found a little piece of metal, too, that they felt perhaps led to the theory of there being some testing, missile testing. 
That's right. Yeah, when they ran the test on the metal, they said it was similar to metal they used in Russian spacecraft at the time. This was 1959. Uh, and, of course, I guess they launched Sputnik in 1960, I think. So, um, so yeah, a lot of activity had been going on around that time. But, again, nothing nothing conclusive. They, they need the government to fess up. Well, I think... One thing to me that threw a big monkey wrench in the whole, the government not being involved perhaps in some way in their demise was uh, this document that was discovered uh, in some archives from that time period. Um, I believe the month was February and mm -hmm. the document had statements in it about this group of people um, that it made it appear that uh, they were searching for them before they had been reported missing and and it, it, it just didn't the dates did not uh, slide into the proper slots of the time frame that they had set up for all of these events these deaths back in the uh, in the late 50s and so um, will the government will the Russian government ever reveal what really happened if they people now know even what really happened but uh, to me two things an unsolved mystery is like the worst thing for me to watch because I want to know. I, I that's like I have to know. What You've happened. always hated unsolved mysteries. I really don't and it just proves something else absolutely no good, none, zero, zip, can come from camping in tents and hiking in snow. And so uh, I was impressed with the team that went out to, to try to recreate it with the just the unbelievable weather they were enduring, but they had a very cool heater inside the tent that was keeping them warm because it was like, you know, 30, 40 below, whatever it was. Yeah. Very, very just bitter cold. And, you know, in a tent. I mean, well. Yeah, and, and just to, you know, see the conditions they were working in. And, of course, it wasn't just the host of the show. They had to have all the camera crew right. and yeah. all the other people, the support people. Well, as a matter of fact, it was an accident on some of the snow that got very, very bumpy when they were trying to go to, I think, the tent site where the, they found him, I believe is what it was, and, and um, the cameraman rolled over on his snowmobile and it landed on his on his leg. Yeah, it could have been real serious. So. Yeah. Uh, that's why they were amazed that these hikers went so far, went a mile away from these tents in the snow uh, and of course, without snowmobiles or anything well, else. Well, some of the injuries were very suspect. Like one of the skulls had been fractured. They said mm -hmm. as though a, like a rifle, the butt of a rifle, had been uh, made contact with that skull. So the whole thing is is uh, quite suspect. But I have such respect for people that go into these research. Oh. Uh, uh, what we saw the show in the hour or two hours, whatever it was that we watched, and what they had to go through to make that happen in that two hours. It's, as he said, it was a, a boat, a, a train, a plane, a 
you know, a car. It's it's to get yeah. to all of the locations and put everything together. That is reality TV. I mean, even that they're not showing you the the real hardships that that they're going through to to bring that film to bear. Oh yeah, it is incredible. Uh, you know, you have to go to a remote location in Siberia. You yeah. Know. Right. And so all the, all the things that are involved to try to get there. I mean, to me, in the 50s, the late 50s, that you would, I mean, these, some of these were like 21, you know, they were in their 20s. Yeah, they're all in their early, mid-20s. Yeah, very young Russians. I think there were two women mm-hmm. in, the, in the party. In 1959, um, I would think they would be uh, clubbing. <laughs> Even in Russia, you know, it's like, get in there and, you know, dance to whatever music and, 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 and drink that good Russian vodka. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Going camping. And then it was, it's a terrible story. It's, it's um, very sad, actually. Yeah, it really is. And, and has piqued so much interest. There are books out about it. There are, of course, these TV shows. But I think the... Uh, you know, the way they ended it was that the Russian government has agreed to reopen the investigation. Yeah, well, we'll see, won't we? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what, what comes of that. Yeah, we'll see how that turns out. Well, okay then. <laughs> yeah, Thanks for, you, um, you know, bringing me yet another, <laughs> um, it's kind of like when, you know, when we travel and you tell me like the worst possible stories of <laughs> things that happen in these in these places it's you know we go to Lake Tahoe and we have to go see where the you know where the Donner oh, Party the Donner Pass, you yeah. know where they bought it and uh, you know Palm Springs with the cable car and yeah accident. yeah you wait till we get down and then you tell me <laughs> oh by the way there's these terrible accidents that happen here so all right. I'll try to do better. Okay. Well, everyone, uh, thank you. Yeah, check out this special on the Discovery Channel if uh, it's available. And also uh, look for the books on this, too. Yeah, there, absolutely. There's a lot of them out there. Well, um, I guess that wraps up G times 2. G times 2. All right. <laughs>